Thank you for listening to the Prairie Oaks Pulpit Podcast. This is a recording of our Sunday morning sermons here at Prairie Oaks Baptist Church in Prairie Grove, Arkansas. Thank you for being a participant in this ministry through this media. And thank you to those who helped make it possible. Now may God bless you and keep you. And let's get to the message. I'm going to read from John chapter 20 because that's what I was working on. And... Uh, just picking up where we left off last week. Then the same day at evening, this is the first day of the week, it's rumors that the tomb was empty. And so far, at this point in John's readings, only one person has seen Jesus, Mary Magdalene. Everyone else is kind of wondering what's going on. But it says, Then the same day at evening, being the first day of the week when the doors were shut, where the disciples were assembled for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood in the midst and said to them, Peace be with you. And when he'd said this, he showed them his hands and his side. Then the disciples were glad when they saw the Lord. So Jesus said to them again, Peace to you. As the Father has sent me, I also send you. And when he'd said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven them. If you retain the sins of any, they are retained. Now Thomas, called the twin, one of the twelve, was not with them when Jesus came. The other disciples therefore said to him, We've seen the Lord. So he said to them, Unless I see in his hands the print of the nails and put my finger into the print of the nails and put my hand into his side, I will not believe. And after eight days, his disciples were again inside and Thomas with them. Jesus came, the doors being shut, stood in the midst and said, Peace to you. Then he said to Thomas, Reach your finger here and look at my hands. And reach your hand here and put it into my side. Do not be unbelieving, but believing. And Thomas answered and said to him, My Lord and my God. Jesus said to him, Thomas, because you've seen me, you have believed. Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have believed. And truly, Jesus did many other signs in the presence of his disciples, which are not written in this book. But these are written that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that believing you may have life in his name. And so I just wanted to take a few minutes here and, and give you kind of some thoughts that came to mind as I read this. It's a familiar story. It's not new, right? Well, if it is, that's okay, but I hope we're kind of familiar with this. Where Thomas, he misses out. He wasn't there with, with the other disciples when they were gathered together, and, and Jesus came and showed himself. And they needed the same evidence that Thomas is going to ask for. Did you notice that? He showed him the prints of the nails in his hands. He showed him his side. So they were, they were no different than him in that regard. But they got that evidence, and then... They go and tell Thomas, you missed out. Jesus showed up. We saw him. He's alive. We got to touch. We got to handle. He's really, really, really alive. It's really him. And yet it's not what we saw on Friday. It's what we see now. And Thomas, I don't doubt he's a little jealous because, well, he missed out. And so I don't want to put too much emphasis on the doubting part because his doubts are no different than anyone else's that was there. They know that resurrections don't happen all the time. They, need, they needed some evidence. And so that's why he says what he says. I, I'm not going to believe this. I, I want the evidence too. 
But I really respect what Thomas does. Did he just go home and stay there? No. He kept being with the disciples. He kept going with the disciples wherever they were. He didn't want to miss out. And a lot of times I think when we have doubts and we have discouragements, we just sit at home and we miss out. But Thomas did the right thing in that he went where people believed. And that's what we need to do is to be where the believers are. We need to to be where the believers are and keep seeking Jesus. Don't give up on him. And that's what Thomas did because he didn't give up. And sure enough, Jesus met Thomas there, didn't he? You have your doubts. Let's, let's fix those doubts. That's a very gracious Savior, isn't it? Amen. He comes and, all right, I'm here. I don't want you to be unbelieving anymore, but believing. And it doesn't even tell us whether Thomas touched and handled or did any of those things. Because all we hear from John's account is this tremendous profession of faith. You're the Lord of me. You are the God of me. My Lord and my God. Amen. He knew who he was. He knows his Savior. And Jesus gives a blessing. Because you've seen me, you have believed. Blessed are those who have not seen, yet have believed. And I think it's interesting that Jesus said that and that John recorded it. Because if we understand the traditions right, John wrote his gospel after everyone else. Matthew had written, Mark had written, Luke had written, and it's been decades later. And John quite likely is one of the last, if not the last eyewitness of the resurrection as he writes this. There's no one else to be an eyewitness and say. And so I think that's why John's writing, among other reasons, under the power of the Holy Spirit. He says, there were a lot of other evidences and signs given, but I chose these. I chose these that you may believe, not having seen, but that you might believe and be blessed. That Jesus is the Messiah, that Jesus is the Son of God. So that believing you may have life in his name. He wanted to make sure that we receive that blessing. So what the choice is, is what do we do with this testimony then, right? In fact, if you, if you spend time in John's gospel, there's a lot of evidence in there. He's got signs, seven signs plus. He's got seven statements of Jesus of who he is, the I am. So that the miracles aren't just for the sake of making someone's life better, which they did do that, but that he might give proof that what he said he came to do and who he is, we would know it's true. And so um, as we sing, as we pray, as we do those things, I pray we also take heed to this, that we, one, that we believe, 
that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that believing you may have life in His name. And that we, we wouldn't neglect the testimony. We would not neglect what the witnesses tell us. That we would spend time knowing those things. Let's have a word of prayer and then I'll turn it back over to Miss Holly and then we'll have an invitation after that. But let's pray. Father, just thankful that you've given us this time together. I thank you, Lord, for each one that's come out to participate with us today. Lord, it is good to be with the believers because our faith is bolstered as we hear your promises and your might, your wisdom and your love and your salvation for us. As we see those words from your word and that as we put them on our lips from our minds into our lips, O Lord, it strengthens our faith and prepares us for another week of spiritual warfare, of doing battle, of testifying of your goodness to a world that needs to know you in your light to escape the darkness. We thank you, Lord, for your faithfulness to do all this and more through your spirit, through your word, for the glory of your son, Jesus Christ. In his name we pray. Amen.